This is Sippin' with Sammy. I am Sippin' with Sammy. Sam Malone, Barstool Rug. If you ain't sippin' with Sammy, you ain't sippin' right. Please get your fucking life together. Yeah, and I'm here today, today, and I have a guest in the building. Please introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. My name is Josh Pele Magic. I am a celebrity magician. So, we're going to start with that, because that's, that's crazy. A celebrity magician. Does that mean that you are a celebrity as a magician, or that you're a magician for celebrities? I'd say a mix of both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely do magic for a lot of celebrities pretty Dope. frequently. Uh-huh. Uh, in terms of if I'm considered a celebrity, I really don't know. <laughs> um, I guess people do find me. Like, mm-hmm. I have stories where, you know, I'm not really, really big, but, you know, I can go out and people will recognize me or say, oh, you're that magician, or... From I've all the viral time, all the viral moments and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, exactly. And I have, like, moments where, like... You know, I have friends who are like, hey, like, my friend from New York is visiting me. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, I told them that I have a friend, you, in New York, and you're doing magic. And they're like, I showed them your page. It's like, oh, I know who this is. And it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> uh, people find me. Uh, I've been on, you know, I, this morning, or I guess last night, as an article from Forbes came out with me, which was, like, really cool for me Word. to see. That's crazy. So I have, you know, media, press. So they call me celebrity magician in that too yeah so celebrity I would say if you want to call me celebrity go for it I don't really know what classifies that but performing for them I definitely do meet a lot <laughs> yeah but that's crazy because I didn't know one that it was a hierarchy unless um one of the guys we see on TV all the time you know what I mean the guys that's in Vegas all the time and stuff like that but then I guess it would be applicable to to have Levels as far as a celebrity and a non-celebrity magician. I just never thought about it before. And I'm guessing a couple magicians that I do know of would be considered or right behind you in that status because of the the way that they do magic and who they usually do it for. Right. That's crazy. So how long have you, were you a regular magician? I've been a magician for three years now. Mm. I got into it three years ago, so Mm. around that time. And celebrity, I guess, would say... Then the last year is when it kind of picked up to that. So you um, waited till you was grown to get a magic kit. I, I never had a magic <laughs> kit. Oh, like, you know, most most kids grow up and their stories are they saw a magician in that mm-hmm. moment that they felt inspired them. You know, they they couldn't get that moment out of their head and they grow up to become magicians or they have magic kits and they love it so much they build from there. They take lessons or right. learn more. For me, I, I didn't have that. I come from a family of immigrants, mm-hmm. so I was raised very differently than the American household. So I was born in the U.S., raised here, but growing up, it's not like. You know, we have, like, American food. We always have Russian food. I'm from mm-hmm. Ukraine. Uh, the morals, the state. Like, everything, the way you're brought up is very different. And mm-hmm. the parents don't... In Ukraine, we don't have, like, sports and stuff. So, it's, like, for them, it was kind of, like... I'm the second son, so they kind of learned that with my brother. Like, oh, these Americans do all these things. Mm-hmm. And with me, they're like, okay, well, this is what we did wrong when we first moved to the U.S. Let's get him into sports. Let's get him into that. But still kind of learning what it is, what the culture's like. So, definitely didn't have a magic kit. I got into it. I was in Italy three years ago. Mm. I was in Milan. I was visiting a friend, and I had a awesome. deck of cards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, how'd you start magic? I was just in Italy. I was just in Milan, friends. Yeah, and I, I had a deck of not cards. Drinking. Not drinking. Not drinking. No. <laughs> By the way, no, no one drinks on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was it was funny because I had the deck of cards mm-hmm. and I brought it for the plane ride. I didn't have phone signal, and I think this was before like buying Wi-Fi and everything was as popular on planes now, right. so I really didn't have that kind of connection network, not much TV, and I knew I'd be bored. If I don't fall asleep, it 
suck. So I had the deck of cards and I'm fidgeting with it and I'm looking at it and it was a zombie deck. Mm-hmm. The way they had this zombie deck design was you know, zombies on like the king, jacks, and queens. And mm-hmm. one of them I thought was really interesting. He had like his vest or royal gar- garment, whatever, had three hearts on it. And my mm-hmm. idea was if I could somehow get people to choose a three of hearts and show them that jack, they're going to tell me, no, I suck. And then if I tell them to look closer, maybe they'll notice the three hearts and mm-hmm. react. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what that meant. I thought it was an idea. So I went around the streets doing it. <laughs> And it was a good idea because the reactions were, were great. I was doing it on subways, and metros, trolleys, in the streets, outside like the this place called Domo. Like, How do you get somebody to choose a three? Like, you 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 speeding, you speeding, you speeding. <laughs> You're still on a plane. Let's mm-hmm. get back to the plane. Yes. How long is this plane ride? I think it's about a six-hour ride. I think I flew from Philly, so Philly. Six-hour ride. And in six hours, you figured out your first card trick. Yeah, about that. Went to where your destination was and tried it, and it worked. Yeah, exactly. I mean, right. I don't remember what I would say specifically. I mean, the, the pattern, if I kept doing that trick, would definitely be much different now. Mm-hmm. Shorter, more rehearsed, better, but it was enough. I didn't even speak Italian, and they didn't speak English, so it was even funnier because I would go up to you. And you ain't and, had no camera? And No, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't think any of this. I had a friend. I would talk to you, mm-hmm. like tell him this, and he would translate. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. He would fly, and it would be a three-way combo going back and forth. As I'm doing a card trick, but at the end the reactions were there. Dope. And that was the origin story. So now we have one trick, and this is like it's like a bar trick, right? Like you can do this, pull it out at a whim. Yes. But when does it grow to? All right, I need more tricks, and I'm a I'm a literally go around and blow people's mind for like a thing to do. <laughs> Like, not just hanging out. Like, I'm going to literally engage people with this purpose for a living. Yeah, it... Because it, <laughs> you know, it takes a lot to walk up to people and just ask them how their day is and, and get more than five um, back and forth from somebody. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so go ahead. For me, I you know, I came back from, from Italy. I have this one card trick that I know. And I was like, I'm going to be a magician. And so I start jumping into projects way too early. I... You know, I don't know many tricks, I don't know that, but I'm going to be a magician. A magician needs shows. So I start advertising. I'm available for bookings. I know one trick at the time, but I'm going to post that I do bookings. And, you know, just to see if people bite. Mm-hmm. And someone books me. They're like, can you do an hour show for my kids? Sure. I'll do it. No. No, you can't. <laughs> I can't, but I'll figure it out. You know, I will figure it out. I love saying... I love taking any challenge, and mm-hmm. like, that's one of the things that's been you know, my magic journey the last few years is every challenge I've got, I've always was never ready for it. So a lot of times, I wasn't even close to being ready, but I took the challenge, mm-hmm. took the project, and eventually ended up doing it, and so now I you know, I push big projects for myself and just go after it. The celebrity thing was one of those, like, you know, I'm going to do celebrity. I want to do famous DJs. I go to a lot of concerts. I want to do DJs. I don't know how I'll do it, and then I started doing it. And then I was like, I want more stuff. I want to try to do rappers. And I don't know much about the hip-hop scene, how to find rappers, where rappers go, what they even do in there. <laughs> but I was like, hey, like I'm going to get rappers. you know. And I, I started the rapper thing like I think like two or three months ago. Tell the truth, rappers are the best audience for Magic. Yeah, rappers the love best. it. The, the, the people they bring with them react. Like As soon as I do a rapper, everyone's phones are out. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Everyone's recording. You hear like the audio. is like A lot of times I'm in a club, so I'm putting a voiceover on what's going on. Mm-hmm. And at the end, I cut it to the clean clip to hear everybody going crazy crazy. and like people love rappers you know when you post videos those are the videos that people go it doesn't matter what what it is if it's this rapper doing something everyone watches everybody watches it doesn't matter everything else and And rappers don't want to believe in shit 
So That's like true. when you say you got something, they like whatever. Yeah. If when you do it, mind blown. And it's obvious. Like, you know what I mean? You can see it. It's crazy. That's crazy. That has to be fun as hell. It is fun. And now it's like, it's it built into like this resume. You know, I go from like this guy, I've done, you know, some celebrities, but sporadic. You know, I'd, ideally I want to have like an album of athletes and actors and this, but I'm at like a mix of everyone, like a big list, but it's, you know, maybe like five, six actors here, fighters here, this. I was like, I want, I wanted like my DJs. The DJ thing was so I was like, you know, I'm looking at I have like 45 famous DJs. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, not even like ten in other categories. Mm. Let's go around. And now, you know, this three month track I've done Vanilla Ice and Run DMC, which are like old school ones. I got to do French Montana, Rich the Kid, which are like mm-hmm. people that are, are blowing up now. Kenzo B and Chinese Kitty, who are on French Montana's new album. Uh, I did Armani White, who's a Philly native, who mm-hmm. wrote the Billie Eilish song. I'm like, now I have like seven rappers. <laughs> I did Bandit the Rapper. Did Bandit, yep. Great guy. He was. That was when he had episode. the pink hair at the time, just because <laughs> people like to know which color hair bandit we talking about. That's all. Yeah, band. I did bandit too, which was another great one to do. And I'm like, wow, like I'm getting this. So now I kind of, I don't care what it is. I just, you know, I choose my my targets. Whether it's people, whether it's you know, projects for myself, and I just I'll figure it out somehow. Because when when I focus on it. I start getting puzzle pieces together and when one gets done it kind of becomes this chain I don't know how it works to be honest people say how do you keep doing it I'm like I just keep trying this is very weird like I mean and I guess at some point it's a gift you just was late not super late but you were grown when you figured out that you had the talent for it but it's just very strange to just be like three years ago and then you just run down his resume (laughs) and it's funny um like do you still do um you still doing bar mitzvahs and kids parties and shit yes i I do everything you know for me it's i love i love the the challenge i set for myself with that is a lot of magicians they they differentiate so they either they're going to do adults they're going to do kids they're not really want to do both and it's a good reason for that it's because if you post videos with kids you know, a company doesn't want you at their dinner. Mm-hmm. If you post videos with adults, people don't think you could entertain a group of five-year-olds running around. And for me, I kind of make the challenge of, I want to do both because I want to have that moment a kid has, right? Where they just are mind blown. Even the simplest thing, you pull a quarter out of their ear and they go crazy. Mm-hmm. And my idea is, my, or my the way I, my, I try to make my magic is, how do I give adults that feeling that a kid will get when a quarter comes out of his ear? How mm-hmm. do I make an adult feel like a kid? And then, even harder, is the opposite. How do I do a trick adults can understand for five-year-olds because you know sometimes reading or listening even is, is a hard thing to comprehend how do i reverse engineer how do i get adult stuff to work on kids and how do i get adults to feel like kids so for me i love you know doing it all i do everything bar mitzvahs bat mitzvahs kids shows weddings do the props events. change or does the um, language change more the language mm-hmm. i think definitely the props more or less stay the same with kids stuff i definitely have props that i'm not going to be bringing out to a club or absolutely a bar, but any, any prop I would say that fits within my pockets or my jeans or the blazer I'm wearing is usually a prop that I'll bring anywhere because it's always just convenient to put it on. And then, like, rewinding back to the airplane ride, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, all right, cool, you're Russian. I mean, Ukrainian, I'm sorry. Um, yes. you, you, you don't do things traditionally. I understand that. But in 2020, mm-hmm. you said, so that I'm not bored, I'll keep a deck of cards with me. Yeah, that's like some 1960s shit to do. Like, like to really just I play solitaire on the plane. Like, <laughs> who does that? And then you learn the trick. Like, well, taught yourself a trick. 
because you took like that's what's throwing <laughs> me right now is like who says I'm taking a deck of cards like was you walking past the store and you only had a couple of dollars in your pocket or is cards already well, a thing like did you play poker like well it, it's like it's like say so you're in your house right and you're, you're going on a trip and you're just looking at your desk or something and and also at the time I, I love reading nowadays back then I was not a reader so mm-hmm. book is so out book is out yeah that's all so, so say that's you number read. one for a lot of people so say you don't read okay you're gonna be on a plane that's pretty long mm-hmm you probably won't sleep on the plane. Say you know you're not going to sleep on the plane. You know you're not going to read on the plane. You're going to be bored. No signal, no service, no electronics. Mm-hmm. What are you going to bring from your house to like play with or fidget with? And like most people, you know, it could be like a toy for adult. Like a Rubik's cube might be cool, but not a lot of people have Rubik's cubes. You mm-hmm. know, maybe I don't even know what other else. You know, maybe and maybe you're not a writer, so a notebook and a pen to doodle might not be enough. So now it's like. Decker you're not into video just, games so you wouldn't have a little yeah you're not into video games you don't have portable no electronics at all what physical object and that comes to you know a deck of cards is like probably something that a lot of people just have laying around they know that because shuffling cards is so therapeutic yeah therapeutic you know there's different ways that you could do it you, mm-hmm. just, you don't have to be good at it you just mix them all up and you know there's a good ASMR that comes from it you know yeah, I spent sounds. a lot of time Cracking, bridging, doing it again. Yeah, and it's doing just it like, again. it's just natural, you know. You're just sitting mm-hmm. there. It's a great fidget toy. And I was like, that's to be my that fidget funny. toy. But also, it's loud. <laughs> like doing this on the plane is going to annoy somebody <laughs> next to you. So it's like all of these factors that's so weird for me. Being somebody one that wouldn't have made that choice, you probably named three things that I would have did before. And I'm not a video game person, mm-hmm. but um, I probably would have tried the book because I knew I would have been forced to read mm-hmm. something that I've been meaning to read. You see what I'm saying? Something like that. I think I would have probably went with my first option. But you've turned it into a lifestyle. So do you have the same friends that you had before Magic? Uh, yeah, I would say so. I was in college at the time uh-huh. after that. And it was right before the COVID era, like just before. Well, college friends so, are very accepting. Um, so yeah, so it's, <laughs> it's like that. I definitely was, I was also new to my school at the time. So I transferred from like a small school. I was playing soccer at a college called FDU, which is fairly Dickinson. Um, it's in New Jersey. I was on the mm-hmm. D1 campus. And then I transferred to a bigger school, Rutgers in New Brunswick, which is now a 40,000 kids school. And mm-hmm. my first semester was where I transferred to this new school. All I know is the team. And I was injured, so I didn't play much. I was kind of sad. You know, I'm not doing well in school because I'm injured. I'm not doing connecting with my teammates because I'm injured. Mm-hmm. I'm not meeting a lot of people because I'm in a weird part of campus that I found out was like the worst place to meet people. <laughs> and then in between semesters just happens to be this Italy trip where I have that trick. And when I come back, now this is a semester where... I moved to a different part of campus where everyone said this is where everything is. The mm-hmm. fun, where's people go, and now, now I'm a quote unquote magician. I'm just gonna go out and try it out. And now I'm going out and I'm just gonna perform it in the streets to all these college kids and at these bars and just build a, a page from it. And now it just became that. So for me, it was like my college experience. Now was all people seeing me, this kid in the bars doing like these tricks. And now these same college kids are seeing me doing tricks for. Very people that they look people. up to, yeah. yeah, people that they're like, how did you meet this guy? That I'm like, the same and that's thing. The thing. No, no, because I'm on that. <laughs> Hold up, because I was about to get to that. Are you the, like, are you going to these clubs, <laughs> leaning on the wall, stalking people like, about to go over there and blow your mind? <laughs> like, how, like, how do you, how, like, how does one? Because you don't, you don't drink, you don't do any of the things that would be being done in these environments right. to even blend in, right. to even be like, well, he's not the police. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, so where I've had that happen. People have like sometimes seen me with a mic or a camera, and they're like, "Looking like the law." Yeah, they're like, "They're like, are you like, why do you have a mic? Are you the police?" I'm like, "I'm a magician. (laughs) I'm not a cop." 
<laughs> the crazy thing is a cop would never tell you that. So gotta believe yeah. it. <laughs> and, yeah. So so the celebrity thing is that I knew I wanted to do nightlife. Like I like nightlife a lot. I like I don't drink, but I like going out. Mm-hmm. I like partying. I like the music. I like the vibe. I be telling people it's like, people like him out here. I like here. people dressing up. Like everyone's nice. These fits and I like wearing a blazer. Like I just feel like I look good in a blazer and. Also, it helps me, like, I have, like, You picked the perfect job for a blazer-wearing motherfucker. Yeah, and I have, like, a whole index. Like, every single time I wear the blazer, I know this is going in this pocket. This is, like, it's an index. It's all the way to my jeans. Like, I always have, this is the pocket for my deck. This is my Like a Navy SEAL. Yeah, everything's (laughs) But then I, like, in the moment of doing tricks, I put stuff in the wrong pocket, and I'm like, Dang. Like, where did I put it? Because I'm going to it, and I'm like, I put it somewhere else, and now I have to check every pocket. But but I, I targeted that. You know, I really wanted to do so that. So when course. you go in the club and they say, empty your pockets, put everything in the tray. Oh, I tell them, I'm like, bro, I'm, like, bro, I'm not emptying my pockets. You can look at me. And then they're like, they, they start pounding. Like, I'm a magician. They're like, ah. <laughs> they just like, okay. It's like, makes sense to them. Oh, my goodness, man. This is amazing. But it gets to a point where like I really want to do clubs, but I can't go out every night unless you know I'm getting paid. But I know that I was getting. I paid. have, mm-hmm. um, you know, I have a package I can give to clubs. You know, I'm I'm, I'm hospitality in a way. I have tricks Absolutely. because I started in bars. I all I ever knew was loud and crowded environments. I've mastered that. That's magicians want to do kids, which is companies. the roughest thing in the world to navigate. Mm-hmm. No matter what you're trying to do, but right. something when you need people to focus on you. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And they can't hear you, and it might be hard to see. And that's they might all miss a word. Worked exactly. Like I've worked it down to routines where, been a really loud situation. Like, even if I lean into your ear, you might not hear me. And I've perfected some of my routines where I could do a trick, start to finish, without saying a single word, and you will understand the beginning, the middle, the end, and the effect. And once I had that down, I was like, it's over. If I could do routines from start to finish without speaking a single word. Anyone can understand that. Even extends to like if I meet someone that doesn't speak English, I don't. I don't need to speak. Yeah. Everything makes sense now. And now I had it down, so I started, you know, selling that to, to clubs. I started pulling my and everyone's always like, every time you're a magician, everyone goes, yeah, that's be awesome at my my, my thing, my event, my party. Do they but put no you on the flyers you. or are you like the surprise guy? Um, it's a mix. Depends on the venue and the event. Sometimes I get put on flyers. Sometimes I don't. Um, but they do advertise you and they get you know that network. And you do a hundred tricks a night. Uh, Four hours in a club night. Yeah, I can how, do, how long do you work? The uh, whole, it the it whole depends. Event? Sometimes they have me just come for like the night, and mm-hmm. I'll just do it on my own. But it's not rushed. Like I don't always have to. I can and you relax. get all your money because you don't need nothing. Comp. Yeah, Go I, ahead. I could just I could just drink water. You know, <laughs> I, I engage with the guests as well, so I'm gonna have conversations. So I'm not always like kind of like this. Like mm-hmm. I'm talking to you for a bit, then I'll show you a trick, and I'm talking to you. So it's not really. Mm-hmm. Grind, 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 trick, trick, trick. They're right. very friendly. And you get to know everyone, so people just let you in. So now you go from, like, this nobody to you work at this club, or other clubs know you because you work at them. Mm-hmm. Nightlife mm-hmm. is pretty small, so I kind of am allowed into places very easily. <laughs> I have a network, and then when celebrities come, it's like, if I'm working the club, then it's straightforward. I'm working the club. This is my night. This guy's coming in. I'm going to do a trick for him because it's hospitality from the club. Here's some bottles. Here's some bottle girls. And here's some world-class entertainment to throw on top of it that they love. And then I like how you say the world class entertainment. Talk your shit, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, Talk that shit. If any club owners or bar owners listen, that is that is what I offer. I don't, you know, I'm not just a magician in a club. I make, and, and you see in some of my videos, the reason I get mm-hmm. the rappers and the celebrities to like my magic is that it, it came once I started getting the celebrities. The next step was I want them to remember me. I just want to be a magician. I want to be their favorite one if they've mm-hmm. ever seen one. But that's not enough because I want them to remember me. Mm-hmm. I'm Josh Paley Magic, not just a magician. I'm Absolutely. Josh Paley Magic. So I need them to remember that. That's also not easy to remember because not always they're not always going to follow me or see the posts I make. They usually do. And it's not necessarily the exciting name. Yeah. <laughs> you it's, know what I'm saying? Because JP Magic. Yeah. But 
that's so organic and that's not you. Right. You see what I'm saying? So Josh Pellet, they gotta like hold that. Right. So that's and the thing. And so I started creating. Well, you got your merch. Uh, up, yeah. So you I got, got this. Just came in this week. <laughs> and I'm actually very happy. Oh, dope! Congratulations. So, thank you. It's yeah. a big step. I um. Yeah, so I was like, okay, now I have these tricks for them. Now mm-hmm. I'm doing it. So then I started making custom tricks. And now that's different. Now if I'm making a, a, a like, if if you're, like, you know, French Montana, and I do a French Montana trick for you, now that's just, just my, What the hell crazy. is a French Montana? And I was just watching an interview with French before you got here. What is a French Montana trick? <laughs> yeah, so I, I have different effects where... Um, you say, huh? Yeah. Like, <laughs> instead of, you know, if, if I have you choose a card, mm-hmm. and you remember it, and I show you a different card, and it changes into the card you chose. That's mm-hmm. cool, because that was your card, but the cards are random. That makes no sense in the sense that you don't have a card. Versus if I tell you to think of like someone important to you in your life. I've never met you and I ask mm-hmm. you to, and then you're thinking of someone you care about, and I say the name. Now you're like, you're never going to forget, because not, not only did I get it right, like the trick, but that's that person means something to you. That has, you know, a connection to you regardless of what I do with Don't it. ever do that to me. I'm not going to do that to you. Don't ever do that to me. I'm not going to do that to you. But I'm not with that one because there's too many names that I'm scared to hear again. It definitely will, will have that connection. So for me, you know, I, I, I do effects similar to, you know, maybe a card changes, but instead of changing it to another card, I change it into like a photo of them holding the card they chose. So instead of French Montana picking a two of clubs, that card is going to change into literally a photo of him holding a two of clubs. And I do similar effects. And the beauty of it is because that's you now. You know, if I give you a two of clubs, you don't want it. If I give you a, a picture of you, who wouldn't want a picture of themselves? Especially if it's a good picture. Shit, I so, got a Polaroid right there. <laughs> I have a Polaroid <laughs> trick that I do. Yeah, I, I do Polaroid versions I do. Like, like, people like that. And so I started giving that out. And I brand it, you know, I do have, it's like a, a photo of them with the card. And my logo is in it somewhere. So I know they're going to keep it because it's them and it's branded. And hopefully they post it, but if they put it somewhere, people will see it. Yeah, anywhere. people will always see it. And then the next step from that is, okay, we have a way to get celebrities impressed. What happens if you don't know which celebrity you're going to get? Because sometimes it's a lottery. You never know who walks through the door. Yeah, because if you go into an event and it's an after party for the French Montana show, you know you're going to see French Montana. Right. But what you do when young Chris is there, you're like, shit, that's the guy that used to be with Jay-Z. Exactly. Christopher. So so, so that was the thing. That started happening. And I was like, okay, like, you know, I need more people. I want to get young Chris if he walks in I want to get anybody when they walk in mm-hmm. you because know, now that extends to that could be anyone if I if I meet someone important if I meet a potential client how could I do my celebrity trip to them because mm-hmm. I don't know I'm going to meet them what am I going to prepare so I came up with my own system and I'm not going to like go into detail of how it works it's a little I know you can't give up secret, the sauce but, you got to wear a mask but, when you do but, that but, but the idea is like yes before it, it's, it's like you say if I know French Montana is there I have time to prepare it how did he do that? Well, he, this this is his realm. He does tricks, but he prepared that trick for him because he knew. Mm-hmm. But now the question little is... A little less impressive. Yes. because Still impressive, but a little well, less. Yes, because you know, you knew French Montana. Minus five. You couldn't prepare. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, what if you don't know they're going to be there mm-hmm. and they're there? Mm-hmm. And the other thing is like, some of these times where they show huge as Diddy. You can't miss him. You right. got to do Diddy. Of course. And, right. and the thing is, sometimes they're not there for long. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I did Jaden Smith. Passing through, showing face. When I did French Montana, he was in the club for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Like, even if I didn't, seize the opportunity I might have had more time to even try to if I was scared or if I waited I would have had that time mm-hmm. I did Jaden Smith also in October he was in that he was there for 10-15 minutes he's not a clubber he's not he, he's one of those he comes in for like I don't know if he's a clubber or not but this was like he comes in for his performance and a lot of these big names they come in 10-15 minutes they're out so Jaden has different priorities I'm gonna just say right. that right 
So I'm like, I have 15 minutes to do a trick for this guy. The 15 minutes that that he's there, he's performing, and then he's gone. Right. So How am I going to close it right it next to you with your cards? So, yeah, exactly. Like I, he was actually the coolest person. I'm like, Showed you how do I get this guy's attention? How do I figure it out? And you know, I was honestly the funniest story is that girls always going to put stuff on their phones, play Bad Bunny, this and everyone hates that. But when Jaden was performing, he was reading their phones. Mm. The girl puts it's my birthday and he points at her and says happy birthday another mm-hmm. girl says I put I love you Jade and he points so at her and says I love you so I put on my phone I've never done this in my life and I'm like I'm I a magician can I show you a trick and I'm like really close, probably fucked close, him up too close like, to where, yeah his reaction was amazing and I'm right I'm there like the, I had the <laughs> best position to put up a phone like if you were standing where he was and you look around the club the easiest phone to read is mine that's like the proximity I'm in and the position yo that's so, so I, funny I don't so even think I got that app but go ahead I, no I didn't even I don't even have an app I don't even know what people use for that honestly. yeah I don't know how to do that <laughs> I just straight like like I, I must just like go on Snapchat mm-hmm. and take like cover my camera take a photo and it's black put text, and over, text it, over save it to my camera roll and just open my camera roll and hope my screen doesn't See, go dull and this is what we, but go ahead and and I got him. He 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 saw it. He was like excited too. I guess he likes me. He like ran up to me, and, I, and now I'm like, wow, this is like this is so cool. Like I have Jaden Smith right here. Right so one of the biggest hip hop kids in the world. Huge. And I'm then like, he's a star on top of it. Yeah, like in his like, own right. And I'm like, let's do it. And I and I was ready. Like I knew what I was gonna do. I got that video. He told me. He whispered in my ear. He goes. I've seen David Blaine. I liked your stuff better. And I was Talk like, that shit. Awesome. Say it again. <laughs> Say it again. Yeah, Jaden Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jaden Smith told me he liked my trick better than David Blaine's. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. That's dope, though. Congratulations Thank once you. again. But it's like, there's so much that goes into this. I already said it's hard enough to get personal interactions with people mm-hmm. that last more than 10 seconds right definitely hard to approach people mm-hmm. that one everybody's trying to approach mm-hmm. and get attention from two have <coughs> onions of people around them to protect mm-hmm. them and, and, and guard them and we're talking about for this instance we're talking about rappers and you're a white guy mm-hmm. so yeah, it's like so. we're not you know what I mean like it, unless you have and you wear the blazer but it ain't like you come in looking like you got a check for somebody right you see what I'm saying so like, how do you get the balls? Is it the soccer you? Is it like, how, like where does that personality? Did you always run up on people and engage them? Um, yeah, I think I've was always that been, always a thing. Like you was you was the friendly guy. Yeah, I'm always. I think I've always been a social. I think I think the reason I'm so good at magic is because my personality was matches. It's a big it. part of it. And so for me, like people like me a lot. Before I was really good. You know, I'm doing shows a few years ago where I don't have that much technique or that much skill or even yeah, that like, much Yeah, like I still knowledge. don't know how you got through an hour, but go ahead. <laughs> and, and, and people are um, are enjoying it more than magicians that are, you know, way more experienced. And I've been doing this six months and people like me way better than magicians that have been doing it their whole lives. And the reason for that is because I connect with the audience. I make it personal and that's just my personality. Magic's not necessarily going to connect with them. You can have a great story. You never avoid eye contact. No, never. I'm always... <laughs> I, I, like, I like the attention. I like doing it. And, you know, I, it builds from there. The repertoire, the tone with you. Like, like, I listen to my videos and I'm like... Like, it's like a video of me talking to someone and then getting into a trick. I'm like, what? My voice drops like that, like it just so like yeah. it gets into action. I was like, I didn't even like I listen to it now. I'm like, I don't even realize I do that and because you're trying to put us in a trance, <laughs> Transylvania. <laughs> I know what this is, man. We are now in Transylvania. <laughs> but oh, go ahead. Yeah, and it's just it's just something like that I've built. So now with these, you know, celebrities, I, I'm fearless because I've done I have success with them before. I know if I know I don't care who you are. If I do a trick for you, you're gonna like it. 
The question is, how do I get to do a trick for you? Coolest celebrity, biggest dick. Uh, coolest celebrity. Hmm. Like, who showed you the most love? Who threw three of them in your lap and said, take them with you? <laughs> none, 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 of those. none of those. I think um, it's definitely, you know, the Jaden Smith one was really cool. That was like my first really awesome. big name. And that video you see, um, I haven't posted the full video on my Instagram. It's going to be posted soon. Mm-hmm. But his reaction was great. He's like, send it to me. I'll there's put there's it a in. security guard right next to him. And in the video, he's like, forget he starts smacking the security guard. Fucking the security guard up. Security guard like, glad I did my question this morning. <laughs> yeah. And then um, opportunity wise, I think a lot. Sometimes I, I keep in touch with the, the celebrities. And, you know, I, I'm friends with them and they say yes. Which would be help. one of the biggest forms of. Yeah. Right. Uh, one that like the French Montana was a good one. I after I did that. Um, in his, like, He's a hustler by nature, so he respects course. it. Yeah, so in his like circle, when mm-hmm. I did the trick for him, his creative director approached me and said, hey, I really like what you did. Maybe we could put something for Coke Boy 6, which just mm-hmm. came out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this would be cool. Like For me, that's mm-hmm. another one. Like I, I told him I do a lot It'll of artists. Be big. I haven't done a lot of artists, but if you're a creative director, I'm going to tell you I do a lot of artists. French has a knack for, for putting himself with shit that goes big. Right. French so, don't really miss much. So for him, I told him, I was like, yeah, like I've done this so many times. I've done it a few times. But yeah, I, I want to clarify, yeah. when I say he's a hustler, I, I literally mean like he came from shooting DVDs and shit and really, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To being a guy he is. I'm not yeah. talking about drug he's talk. He's a great guy. You want to clarify for the audience. <laughs> yeah. And for me, that, that was really cool. I'm like, I'm working on an album for a top that rapper. is crazy and I put like a bunch of videos together and I sent it to his creative director I'm like I have these clips I made for the album these tricks these things I think would be good and we're texting back and forth he's like I like it that so I don't know if they're gonna go with any of the footage or if the next step would probably be to record it live with French mm-hmm. that would be amazing but just being able to work on that project possibly like a cool video a video break or even be in a video yeah, yeah. but it's just like cool because I, I, I can say like I worked with French Montana Absolutely. on his album and that's Bro. a project I've never done with that name celebrity for I'm listening to one of the best three year plans I've ever heard in my fucking <laughs> life bro like you don't <laughs> I've, been, I've been doing this longer than three years <laughs> but, do you research like celebrities regularly like how do you find out oh well or target new clients yeah so for me it's now I have you know the network of, of New York uh, pretty good network in New York. A lot of the clubs and celebrities are known for making their appearances there. Can, yeah, I was and about to. Can I guess real quick? Go for it. My friend paints celebrities. Like great at it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Cardi B has done multiple lives with his painting on the wall behind her. You know what I mean? Like, but when you you're forced to deal with what's coming to you mm-hmm. at that point. He's in the D.C. area, mm-hmm. so he knows who's coming to town. So he might find out that day and has to paint. Right. After you get off work and then make it to the show that night. Is it similar? Like you just gotta know who's coming? Yeah, like um like I said, for me it's it's just like that. You gotta know how to paint. But for me, what what if I'm in the club and someone I didn't know is there? Like I have my system now that I'm ready to go on the fly. Are you Googling them? Recognize them. Well that's another if I see Because you said you wasn't into hip hop. Like well, well, I'm into hip hop, but I meant like I didn't go to a lot of shows before. Like 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 I, I listened to hip hop, but it was like with the DJs, I know all their shows because I'm going to all their shows. Mm-hmm. With hip hop, I don't know the What schedules. kind of DJs were we talking about? Mostly electronic music, That's like what all I the thought. house, dubstep, trap ones. But a lot of you know, with EDM, it was like, you know, I kind of know the lifestyle of, of like a DJ, what he does, what he does when he's not performing, where they're at, 
hip hop was different. I like hip hop. I grew up I on it. I should have been running around with him. We'd be platinum by now. God yeah, and I'm, I'm just thinking like, you know, I have no idea where rappers do. I don't know where they perform, where they just make appearances, where that, but the same network I built in doing the DJS was happened to be the same places that, you know, Jaden Smith, that was one of the places I networked beforehand. And the French Montana was at a club called Nebula and I had been close with those people before. And so like, I realized that they're coming out, they're making, so now I, I'm like more actively looking at, you know, what's going on, mm -hmm. are they making appearances, what kind of things they're working on. And I also, you know, build, built a network. Like for me, when I did Chinese Kitty, Mm -hmm. It was it was at French Montana's album listening party, but mm -hmm. she was very crowded, and I saw her leaving, and I thought maybe I could catch her on her way out. Mm -hmm. So so we're outside. She's walking with her group, like the, her friends, and you know who are gonna protect her. And mm -hmm. I'm like Chinese, like hey, like Chinese Kitty. Sorry, I, I'm a magician. I want to show. You I don't even know how you. Re I wouldn't recognize Chinese Kitty. Well, I don't know who she is. Well, the thing is, like she was standing next to French the whole night. Like I, it was a fan. I, it was it was clear it was to me which one were the rappers on the album. Right. Kenzo B was there, but I had already performed for her that night. I've done friends, so I knew, and I knew that that was Chinese Kitty because I knew Price she was on the album. And she's on the <laughs> cover. She was, I think she was, if I'm not mistaken, the only other girl on that on the album cover was that has to be her, regardless. Mm -hmm. So she's walking out, and there's this group around her. And as I'm like, I start talking. This guy's like, "You could talk from there, don't worry." And I'm like, "No, no worries," because they're walking, and I'm walking. But he wasn't rude or respect. yeah. I'm like, "No, no worries." And as soon as I said magic, that as he same, should. that same guy that put my arms like, I know who this guy is. He's good. And let you so, do. so he uh, so he clearly yeah, must have recognized me from no he just let me in yeah and he clearly recognized me from another one so it's like the more I do it you know it's not just the celebrities I get it's the people around them a lot of these people I've learned are, are connected with each other yeah the friends of the rappers are friends with all the rappers all the rappers, so rappers. this guy clearly yeah, the security people are the same people yeah so this guy clearly you know had to have seen me with another there's no other way he would know me I'm not mm -hmm. that big on like Instagram that this guy recognizes it's funny how knows. many. Big tough guys love magic though. Yeah, exactly. Ain't it? You, you like you it's said, you like to see adults feel like kids. I'm sure you have seen the toughest looking motherfucker go, go. crazy. Like it couldn't control itself, exactly. like type of shit. And that's like that's awesome. That's the fun stuff. Is that's like, fucking crazy. It's cool. And when I had that moment, I was like, "This is you know, this is paying off." And it's like mm -hmm. it, it doesn't necessarily get that much easier unless you're like genuinely invited, where like you're gonna hang out and, and, and have fun and, and hang out and just be next to the guy. Like the club stuff is tough, it's packed, it's crowded, but I, I work that environment. But like that moment where, you know, somebody walking down the street, I'm she's probably what, like 10 feet away from an Uber that's mm -hmm. coming in two minutes. Mm -hmm. If I don't get to say it and do that trick, it's done. You know, I don't know when I'll ever see Chinese Kitty again. I have that video, I need to edit and post it, but that was one of those things where it's like, what if that guy told me to just piss off? Like, you know, it happens and I'm It would have been a moment missed, but, um, when you're active, you realize that you win more than you lose. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? So if it's seven out of ten, well, shit, I got these seven, and I still ain't put three of them out yet. Right. But I'll be out tomorrow anyway. So I got another opportunity to catch another three, maybe five. Yeah, I'm just... Maybe a great yeah. one. Might bump into Ye when everybody was looking for him, and he stopped with the mask on, and I'm good. Right, exactly. Like, you never know. It's 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 just one of those things. There's there's always an event. Always so do you something. keep yourself outside? You make sure that you're always floating. Yeah, even I, just like outside like, of clubs and stuff. Exactly. Um, I usually don't typically go out Walk to the by clubs the unless unless I go to sing. <laughs> Apparently that works too. I've seen like no, a few I've articles where where like people like this guy was hanging by the waterfall. I was like, why wasn't I at the waterfall? <laughs> <laughs> like, that was just so odd. We might have seen the same easy. thing. <laughs> I've seen so, that before. Uh, for me, yeah, like you know, and, and also it's it's. It's a, it's a big thanks to the people in nightlife that I've met, you know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. I'm one of those people, I never ask for anything. Like, if you're if you're someone that could, like, get me into a place, 
I'm not going unless you tell me to come. I am not going to ask you, can you get me in? Even if we're close, like even if we're like, I have one friend that I got really close to. I went to his wedding, mm-hmm. and and he could, you know, he he works higher up in in this in this one company, mm-hmm. and he has unlimited guest lists. And mm-hmm. like, there's events that I don't go to, and he asked me, he's like, why don't you go? I was like, you know, I'm not going to ask you for guest lists. I know you can put me there. I'm not asking. Like, if you don't invite me, yeah, I don't want to know. Yeah, because so I'm very big on that, and so like people appreciate that that mm-hmm. I don't ever ask for things, and like that makes them. You don't want to but help you me. don't have to. You figured out the other way. Like your assertiveness and your approach and your personality is the way that it's it, it reels people in. Right. You know what I mean? Like I say, um, <clears throat> as an artist, you're constantly trying to pull people. Listen to this. See what I got going on. This, this, and this. As media, everybody's like, I need to get over there. I need to be over there. What's right. going on over there? You see what I'm saying? It's right. the opposite effect. Personality-wise, we could do the same thing mm-hmm. in person. We could put people in a position to look at you as somebody that needs, or somebody that's offering something that you might that you might need. Right. You see that, or appreciate mm-hmm. even. And you have a personality that's like you come in confident. Mm-hmm. You're a handsome man. You got Thank good you. eyes and all of that. You know what I'm saying? But you 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 speak intelligently, mm-hmm. and you know how to code switch somewhere in here because we spoke about. Club atmosphere, meeting people in, in, in calm environments, and being with kids. Mm-hmm. You know how to adapt. You're using a lot of different skill sets that it takes people until they're 40 something, 50, 60 years old, and all they got left to do is teach somebody this shit. Right. You see what I'm saying? You're using a. What was your major? I was a business analytics information technology major. And I'm going to say, honestly, honestly. <laughs> no, honestly, no, because that's a lot of like data analytics. So yeah. that's, that's me really. Analyzing data sets and numbers. But that means you have some but, form of OCD. Uh, not really. <laughs> not, like, not with that major. Honestly, like I, I think the business acumen and like the lessons that I do learn is just because. Because I was a marketer. I, I always question myself. I'm like, okay, like you know, how do I get celebrities? That's me putting myself out there. How do I get this content to go? Like I'm always asking myself marketing related questions when I'm not a marketer. Media related questions. You're using the same processes yeah. for all of it though. Is exactly. my point. It's like <laughs> yeah. because for me it's 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 just been a, it's been a story where you know I wanted to do DJs and then I did DJs and I wanted to do rappers and I did rappers and I was like, okay, but I want people to know about me. How do I get articles written? And I just was like, okay, well, I need to find journalists. And then, and then I targeted journalists. And then this year was like, how do I get podcasts? And All right, real quick. Say podcasts. you want us to get a million views. Go ahead. I want you guys to get a million views. No, us, us, me oh. and you right now. Go ahead, say it. I want you guys to get a million views and we'll give a good giveaway. Ah, talk that shit. Some reason, whatever he says he wants happens. happens. Now, you got to believe it, but I just put it out there. But no, um, very impressive, especially because um, you're, you're a young man and you're early into this thing that has already done a lot for you. So you have a right. lot more ground to cover, more exciting times, more stories mm-hmm. to build on from this point because God willing, everything with you is healthy. Of course. There's no reason for you not to be able to. You see what I'm saying? So like, that's kind of awesome. Yeah. Like, like it's pretty dope. And like the thing for me that uh, the most important thing about, you know, chasing my goals as a magician and my brand is that you know, I can't do like half of this stuff. I've done so much stuff and it looks so cool and people look at me like, wow, you're amazing. It's like, honestly, like I'm just me doing my thing, but that's because of all the like amazing people I've met. 
and all I want to do is <sighs> come just on with the with humble. Them. No, no, I'm I serious. Like, I love it though. I'm serious. Like I won't be doing this many celebrities and clubs if the people that work, you know, from the security guards to the bartenders to the promoters to the hosts to the owners, absolutely, were, were, you know, you're not wrong. Home. And, and on the flip side of that, you deserve everything that you get. Thank you, I appreciate. It. And like even like you know, meeting someone like you, like this opportunity comes from you know the people I meet and and finding it and connecting. You know, like I, I need you to explain that to the audience because you're the first person that I open with and haven't told a backstory about where I know them from. Yeah. So you can tell. So me, me and Sammy met uh, <laughs> because I was doing an event in New York City. Mm -hmm. It was at Louis Vuitton shop. They're doing a Yayo Kasuma. It's like a very successful collaborator with them. Their past collaborations have been massively successful. They're doing a display of their collection mm -hmm. at their shop in New York. It was like an invite event. And while I'm there, I'm doing my, my thing, meeting people I meet. In this the guy building. Banded the rapper with the pink hair. Mm -hmm. When he had the pink and hair. And so I did magic for him. I connected with him. I actually talked to him today, too. And Yo, build Tony, you was pulling up? Oh, no, I didn't even tell him about this. I was Forgot just like, about it. we were just talking about um, mm -hmm. just like what what our plans are for the week because we like to share each other with each other now because like, that's the thing. You build a network and you know, the stuff that people invite me to, I want to put my friends on and the people I met because I know awesome. they reciprocate and we both grow. That's the thing for me is that I can't grow my brand without helping others. But and if Bandit I can help knows, others, we can grow together and Bandit grow knows networking. He understands the yeah. theory of networking. Bandit, I, from the little time I've known, he's definitely a great guy. And so I saw Bandit and I saw mm -hmm. he was on this show mm -hmm. it's a really good show top show hit like comment subscribe wherever you're watching this from that part and I you know I checked <laughs> yeah I, I checked <laughs> my bad I'm still learning the bus I, yeah and I, I checked out the show I thought it was really cool and you know you're a very a cool guy you're a friend of band and also you know for me personally like I like want to do more podcasts I mm -hmm. want to you know, start telling my story and connecting with others and it was like this is just a great opportunity so I reached out to you and said hey because he's so used to approaching celebrities you know <laughs> well well, yeah you're definitely a celebrity I was really hoping for an answer more like like other ones I just messaged and said whatever but with you I was like please I hope he says yes like that'd be cool if he sees I appreciate that and, and even like, if it's bullshit no it's not because you know the celebrities like well, can I do a trick for you and whatever you know I'll figure it out if they even if they don't see it like I'll find them if I really want to I don't care I'll find another but like with you it's like this is a cool podcast like I don't just want to go on any necessarily podcast like there's specific ones that are fun it. and the hosts are cool and I was like this guy's cool and fun he, we have a mutual like I'd love to connect so when you responded I got like really excited like this is really cool to be here and I'm once really again thankful. another step that people wouldn't take you see what I'm saying? Like, like I, I gotta commend you on how you move. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, like um, for me, I just I move instantly. You know, mm -hmm. like the other day, I was talking about to, to this one magician friend I have. He's very successful in Dallas. His name is Landon Stark. So if any of you are in the Texas area, best magician in Texas, probably best magician, you know, around. Shout out Landon, man. And so I was talking to him about this one very successful New York City magician who's mm -hmm. been running a show forever. And I, and I was talking to Lynn and I was like, hey, like I really want to reach out to him. And this guy used to be a camp counselor. And I was involved with the Magic Camp for a little bit uh, during COVID. They did a virtual session. Mm -hmm. and I was a part of it. And so I was like, You move fast. Yeah. So I was like, Landon, like, like, hey, like I want to reach out to this magician and talk to him because I want to kind of build something the way he built in the city. What do mm -hmm. you think would be a message to send him? Mm -hmm. And then he's like, you could mention these types of things. And then I thought about what to write and I and like instantly send it over. And like two minutes later, Landon goes, you should try sending this. I was like, I already sent him a message. It's too late. <laughs> it's too late. I already sent what I sent. Like that's how fast. Like, I, and all I just, I wrote it out. Well, I, well, not like reckless. I knew what I wanted to say, but Landon had some other details that would have been cool. But 
I, I just like I already sent it. Like, yeah, this is what it I got. Is, like, is I'm going for it. And thankfully, he responded to me today because I sent this yesterday. He already responded to me, and me and him are scheduling to meet. And I'm just like, I just move for it. You, you know? don't, but you don't strike me as somebody that second guesses yourself or that um tries to figure out a new route. I think that you have been, you have a good ratio of what I think works, mm-hmm. and you go with it. Exactly. And a lot of people don't have that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people have to think a little longer and a little harder because their initial thing might be impulsive or emotional mm-hmm. and or uneducated, just just random, well, I'm going to do this, as opposed to being thoughtful about the process. Right. Like you say, I make a trip that's specific to that person. Exactly. You could blow my mind without putting my face on shit. Right. But once my face is on it, like you it's said, over. and I want that, that's a souvenir. Exactly. Like that's like these that's there's levels to that. And for somebody that's just starting to get your merch, that's marketing for you. You you this thing still is around. Like we said, the pictures, the things like that. What is your biggest um <clears throat> social um network? My biggest social network? What's big what works the best for you? Um, is TikTok Instagram going works. Uh, I don't I don't know why my videos don't do as well on TikTok as everything else like the same video uh, but I have editing. the most on TikTok yeah it's definitely it's not. I do everything myself so I'm not the best editor yeah. good at other things oh, I don't know anything but I know yeah. that so for me, <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't run like like crazy numbers I have like 7 something K on um, TikTok mm-hmm. about like 6K on Instagram but the Instagram videos they're getting like 10K plus views because they're getting shared because they're doing well yeah, YouTube is just up and coming it's just about, about like 1.3K mm-hmm. it's, it's new I started YouTube subscribers so recently yeah subscribers. subscribe what's the page uh, it's Josh Paley Magic I'm Josh Paley Magic on everything okay. YouTube TikTok Twitter yeah we're gonna Instagram. take it subscribe to my guy maybe so, <laughs> Yeah, I went you. on his Instagram. I haven't been on his TikTok. I haven't this, been on the YouTube. Yes. I'm being honest. We just talked a few days ago. But when I went through the page, I was like, oh, yeah, this would be fun. <laughs> this would be yeah, fun. Yeah, it's cool. And, you know, for me, like like you mentioned, I am young and I haven't been doing this long. And, like, you know, I, I always understand the most important thing is, just, again, the relationships. And it's not like you mentioned me being humble. It's more than that. It's that I'm not going to grow without other people around me. And so I want to help other people with their goals. And I want to build those relationships with them. Like I said, in college, you mentioned the people from... I don't, I don't see any of them. I don't talk to any of them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't really have like friends. Like I have friends that I have, but I want to. I want to build with them. I want like you know years from now. Like I help them with their business or what they're trying to do, and they help me, and like we grow together. So for me, that's that's always been what my brand's about. Like personally, what I what do I care about most? I don't really care about the celebrities. Like obviously, I want to do celebrities. Obviously, I want to do shows and make money. But those are just things about running a business. Like personally what do I care about most is the people I meet and like not just meeting them is building these relationships because you know that goes a long way and I want my brand to help them and then if they want to help you back then you know, that's amazing and that is wise that's very wise but I just I just keep playing on I do it for um, once in, you know every once in a while I get a guess where it's like you're saying things so as if where you don't realize that there's a small percentile of people in this world that, mm-hmm. that are able to function at that at that way mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of... I don't want to say able because I think a lot more could, but they don't. You see what I'm saying? So it's just like... It's admirable. It's admirable. I, I appreciate it. But I'm also like... I know immigrants. Children of immigrants. Haitians, Jamaicans. Right. All type of immigrants. To go to college... <laughs> and this say, yo, I'm doing magic now. <laughs> From an immigrant background. Uh. Nah, I get a lot of Like come on bro What did they say They don't care about French Montana They still look for For jobs for me to work. <laughs> like, I think you'd be good at this I think you'd be And like 
you know, sometimes I'm open to it. The way my schedule works is I do a lot of like clubs. Have they ever bars. been excited about anybody that you got? They have. It's they, they do get excited. They're supportive in doing magic, but they're like, it's I not, love the magic and I support it. They don't they don't hate on it at it's all. It's a hobby though to them. But yeah, it's like I love this too, but I also want you to do this as well. And that's you know that's okay because my brand isn't at that level yet, mm-hmm. which is one of the things I'm targeting. It's not. I would. I'm not proud of it to the point where this is all I can do. It's not. It, it makes money enough to like live afloat, but it's not enough to start doing the investing and mm-hmm. that, which is what you can normally do with a normal job. So for me, it's still a lot to grow, still a lot to make, but you're a business a major. Process. You're a business major. Yeah. I figured what's the out. What's the rules of small businesses? You just most small to, businesses after five years are are done. Right. Yeah, like those things like eighty percent of businesses yeah. are done after five years. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to be and, done and, in five. And to be successful at five years means that you're at zero, or right below zero. Right. Right. Three years, right. you're already successful. Thank you. Yeah. So on your fifth year, I can't. It's a different conversation. You see what I'm saying? Like you really like you went to school. You know the same laws I know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We took the right. same courses. You know what I'm right. saying? It's, it's it's one of those things where it's like even. To say I did a party with one trick for an hour. The hell did you do for an hour, bro? I had. That's when I had to bring out like the magic props and stuff that I just saw riding around the house and coming up with other like goofy gag stuff. Like I came up with like n- half tricks in the sense that it's enough of a trick that a kid would enjoy it, but not enough that I could do it to an adult without them laughing <laughs> at me. <laughs> but it was enough. Kids are really easy to entertain. The key, the key with entertaining kids is just get them to do something. Honestly, like I talked to. I, yeah, they like the participants. I started talking to like child magicians. They're like, you have an hour show. Do about ten minutes of magic. Have the other fifty minutes of them doing stuff like, are you ready for magic? Yeah, I can't hear you. Yeah, that's two minutes gone. <laughs> get them to stand up for some reason. That's two minutes gone. You do ten of those. That's like. 40, 30, 40 minutes of your show, but the kids are loving it. They're happy. They're happy. The parents are happy. You didn't even do that much. So who did you grow up around that's a psychologist or some shit? Because how do you just know everybody's angle to attack? I just... Did you spend a lot of time watching TV? Like, what did you do to figure out all these people you've never been around? I was just kind of... I just throw myself out there in positions and do it, and then eventually I started like seeking advice and it's funny like people like magicians at first they didn't take me seriously mm-hmm. like I reached out because I was like I don't know who to ask you're a magician you should know and they were always like yeah like let's chat and I give them you know my number or they gave me their numbers and I call them and I talked to them for a bit and I wanted advice and they were helpful and then after that it's the ghosting they just oh, I thought we would keep in touch like I'm not just reaching out to call you for oh, 10 no. minutes like I want to talk all of them were like that's it they don't respond after that they ignore me they I guess they saw no value in me or no use to them. I don't know what it was. I don't want to. It's still competition. And then now, like a few years later, you know these same magicians that out of no, out of nowhere started following me and liking my stuff. Because you got traction, and now, now they can utilize the traction. So now they're seeing it. So like, you know, I'm like figuring it out, and like people are noticing. They like, want to do me, skits with you. Yeah. Let's do a trick together. Yeah. <laughs> take, take me to your shows. Take me to your events. And you know, like I have, you know, I don't mind doing that to the right people, but it's like it gets to a point where I'm nice to everyone, and I have to like. Also remember to remember not everyone's yeah. gonna be nice to me. And I still remember kiss your ass, just kiss my ass. Like I still remember. Like it's, it's one thing that all right, you was busy and you was respectful. It's mm. another thing when you was an asshole. And I'm right. gonna be the same. Ass- I'm not even gonna be the same asshole. I'm just not gonna acknowledge it. Right. You know what I mean? And that just makes it even better. You need more water? Yeah, I got another. Oh no, I have water. All right, you good. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. So 
We've been rocking for a while. Show me something, man. Show okay. the people. Let the people see what you got going on. I know you bought me something. I did. I did. I have two things for you. Uh, mm-hmm. One's going to be related to a general warm-up, and one's going to be related to celebrities, since we're on the topic. Mm-hmm. The first one's going to be the warm-up. So we're going to go with animals. Mm-hmm. Now, you, you can think of an animal, uh, anyone you want, from mm-hmm. the list that we spoke with, and you didn't forget it, right? No, I still yeah. got my animal. So you got your animal. Mm-hmm. Now... I don't know what animal you're thinking of. Everyone in this room doesn't know what animal you're thinking of. Mm-hmm. The, the thousands of fans in the background here don't know what you're thinking of. Mm-hmm. But only you. But what we're going to have you do is I'm going to give you this piece of paper. I want you to write the animal down and fold it and hide it so I can't see it. Just so we have you know it written. And let me know when it's written down. Gotcha. Now, I wrote a slappy. It's okay, as long as you know what it is. And that no, it's intentionally, written. because I don't want you to recognize the strokes. Okay, sure. Well, I'm not so going to... So I'm just say, saying it for I'm, the people. I'm not going to see the strokes. You could just hide it away yeah, in a pocket. I, just, I don't even want to look just at in it. Case, just in case you could listen to how many letters I wrote <laughs> sure. or something. I, yes. I, it's halfway cursive in it. Yeah, this, but go ahead. Now, this isn't an exact science. That's why we call it the warm-up. So we're going to see. Let me ask you, do you like the ocean by any chance? I do. Do so, one thing I noticed in doing tricks similar to this is you already know I'm, I'm probably going to try to guess what you wrote. Mm-hmm. So, in a sense, you're thinking I'm going to read your mind because there's no other props. So, by asking you, do you like the ocean, that gives me information. The information that it gives me is you do like it. Subconscious minds can be triggered in moments like that where they understand, I'm going to try to read your mind. Let's make it hard for him. <laughs> and even though this makes no sense, it's like you like the ocean. You're probably not going to choose an ocean animal. It'd be too obvious, even though neither of us are thinking along those lines. So I don't think the animal you're thinking of is is one that swims or in the ocean. Am I correct? You're correct. Okay. Swamp life. So that's good. Now, there still leaves a lot of options, right? There's a lot of land critters and animals. Now, this animal, have you ever seen one before in your life? Yes. Yes. And how recent was that? Years ago. Years ago. Um, okay, did you get to pet it or anything? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did. You're pretty sure you did. Do you have any photos or videos? We're not going to look at them, but uh-uh. do you, no memories. Of it. You just did it. Okay, a few years ago. And do you like I'm this old. Animal? They didn't take pictures or anything. Okay, sure. Do you, do you like this animal? Is it a cool or just like a, a random one that you might find interesting? Cooler as I got older. Cooler as you got older. So now that you quote-unquote claim you're old, it's pretty cool now then. Mm-hmm. Cool animal. Okay, well, cool. You know, a lot of cool animals could be local. That do you see them often in the U.S.? I feel like you don't see them too often in the states. <laughs> and by you laughing, that means that. Okay, so now I think I have enough ideas. Okay, I want you to think of the animal. Mm-hmm. Imagine that moment though where you were with it. Like visualize it in your head, right in front of you. Mm-hmm. You're looking at it, or playing with it, or touching it, whatever they're allowing you to do. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't seem like a pet. It wasn't at someone's house. You did this. You were somewhere else. <laughs> yes. Okay. Is the animal you're thinking of a camel? Of course it is. It is? Let's see. A camel. I don't know Perfect. if the camel catches it, but... Beautiful. It's on it. Now you gotta sign it. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Put it on the wall. I shall sign it, yes. Now, we wanted to do something with celebrities. Now, celebrities is very large. Oh, and hold on, hold on. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I be forgetting I got this thing over here. He, he had me amazed. <laughs> there we Thank go. You. So for this one, we're going to do this a little differently. Now, celebrities is, is very vague. Uh, there could be, you know, talk about DJs, we talked about rappers. So I made it narrower. 
I have a list in my phone. Mm-hmm. There's a hundred different celebrities, and it's numbered one to one hundred. Mm. So what you're gonna do in a moment is you're gonna give me a number, mm-hmm. and you can choose any number. You could change it, whatever you prefer. And I'll even ask you these questions in a moment. Mm-hmm. Whenever you settle on a number, we're gonna go to the list. We're gonna find that celebrity, and that's who you get. I have names like Jay Z, Tom Hanks, and when I open the phone, you'll see the list, and you'll see all the ones. But people usually think that's not fair. If I give you a number, you have it memorized. You just know who it is. Mm-hmm. So before you even say anything, I'm going to make a prediction. This just says camel. This is the card we just used. And I wrote my name on the back. So underneath camel, I'm just going to write uh, the celebrity that I'm, I'm feeling for this trick. I'll look away. Okay. And maybe I should also do like the scribble thing. In the <laughs> so you don't know how many letters. Okay, beautiful. Now I'm gonna don't leave be still it. In my word. I'm gonna leave it under this coaster. You don't see that. I don't. Think nah, I can't okay, see that. Beautiful. I'm not even gonna so, look anyone. Again, and I put the sharpie away. Mm-hmm. You can choose any number one to one hundred, and it's a list, so one and one hundred are obviously included. What mm-hmm. number would you like? Twelve. Twelve. Do you want to change your mind? Do you want twelve? Twelve. Twelve. Okay. You, my phone's right here, and you're watching me, so you can see from the moment I open the phone to when I go. So you said 12. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go. You're missing a lot of action for my us, My notes aren't here. My notes aren't here. And you see this is notes mm-hmm. on my phone screen. I'm going to go into notes, and you see this is a list of celebrities. Yes? Mm-hmm. I'm going to tap it, and you see it's it's list 1 to 100. And I can scroll down, and as I go, I would like you to see that every single celebrity is different. Yep, yeah, I see that. All the way to 100. You mm-hmm. said which number? 12. 12. I'm going to go back up. What number is at 12? Jay-Z. Jay-Z. We made a prediction. <laughs> Under the coaster, have a look. What celebrity did we write down? <laughs> Crazy, because I knew he wrote Jay-Z. Ah. Jay-Z, a perfect match. Now, the craziest thing to get even deeper into that, he doesn't know this because he couldn't have found this out from my Instagram. I'm always picked 12. I have 12 on my skin. Oh, really? I just 12. But like <laughs> so, well, well, You have the option In tricks like this You could always Change the number as well Yeah and usually But I already did that With the camel You know what I'm saying So like fuck it Go with 12 You know what I mean That's crazy That's crazy Thank you Yes Why Jay Z just, just feeling it You know I do this trick With a lot of people That's I a single from Jay Z He has jokes He's a rapper too he said, just feeling it. <laughs> Yo, I don't even think you know he did that. I didn't know I did that. I'm going to pretend I meant to do that. No, but the irony and the fact that you said feeling it, literally the first song that made me fuck with Jay-Z was feeling really? it. Really? No that, that That's a magic moment. That's another that's thing I love crazy. about performing is like, see, that's just, you know, I did a No, cool like, you had no idea. Like something like that. Nobody knows that. Because I was on Jay before everybody. So, so like, everybody's just like, well, he just knew. Feeling it was dissolved. Yeah, and that's just like that's like another moment that happens in my shows. Is like, you know, this is just natural, organic, and like that's a moment I'm now gonna remember forever. Like how crazy that I'm gonna have to sage this motherfucker when he leave, yo. I don't (laughs) trust this shit. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) But yo, that's crazy. You got another one. I could do another one for sure. What else you want to do, man? Let's see. What else do I? The people want to see tricks. I like talking, but I'm trying to be. You know, I got to think of the audience, right? Okay. He has a deck of cards, of course. I do have a deck of cards, but this is a special deck of cards. Do you ever leave the house without a deck of cards after that plane ride? No. (laughs) No, because now it's now it's to a point where I can't. Because one, if someone recognizes me. I want to show them a trick. And two, if I'm out and about and I see a celebrity, I got to get going. Like, yeah. I, 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 I don't know where. It's like, you can't be the dope man not having to work on you. Yeah, you right. Now, I have a deck of cards. and Do you do elevator tricks? Elevator? 
Sometimes, like because you know that's the most tense place in the yeah, world. Yeah, one of the um, one of the clubs prison. I perform at is, is called Somewhere Nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's, it's upscale, very fancy club in Chelsea in New York City. Mm-hmm. It's a club where you go to the rooftops. So you have to go into the elevator, and when I see cards, people are like do a trick before we get to the floor. So I have like that challenge of doing magic a trick. is the perfect thing for an elevator because you got yeah. everybody's undivided attention and everybody's anxious to try to act yeah. like they're not. And it's fun. Like I, I, I always, I've never failed that challenge. Anytime you do a trick before we get to the roof. I've done it every time. I've That's even cool. done, like, I have this one routine. I feel like you're telling me the questions to ask. I don't like this. But go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, I did this one routine where I did, it has three phases in it. Mm-hmm. Where you pick a card, we do something, then we do another thing, and we do, another, we do three things with it. And I've done that whole routine before we On get the way to the top before the door's open? Yeah. Always been perfect. That's but crazy. We do have a deck of cards here. Mm-hmm. Now, the Ace of Spades is on bottom, and that is the most common card. So we're not going to have you choose this. You could choose any card you like. There's a camera here. Any one you like. Mm-hmm. Which one would you go? You could say it out loud so the audience hears and I hear. And I'm going to show you and then I'm going to go a little closer to that camera so we can get a better visual. Any card you like. Oh, King of Clubs. King of Clubs. Now, one thing you do when you do magic is if you pull a King of Clubs out, I just went and found it. Do you want the King of Clubs still or do you want a different one? Sometimes people second guess. I'm sticking. Sticking with the King of Clubs. Now, what I didn't tell you... But you knew that already. Go ahead. Well, what I didn't tell you about this deck is on the cards, I drew a magician every single card I'm a lefty so I might have to turn this way but this magician watch the magician he's gonna reach up for his hat take it off reach in and pull out (laughs) a king of clubs (laughs) just like that now I'll come to this camera as well now he could have (laughs) named he could have named any card we can't afford it there we go okay so we have this magician drawn on every card Mm -hmm. and the magician reaches up for his hat takes it off reaches in and pulls out the king of clubs just like he said i think a couple of my aunts ain't going to talk to me after this episode come <laughs> that's all i'm saying i'm not trying to but i'm just you know what i'm saying i got a couple of aunts that's not going to appreciate this <laughs> the way that we would what the but um, one thing for sure, two things for certain. That's him. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We got a big audience tonight. Appreciate it. Love y'all for coming out. Thank you all for Thank coming out. Thank you all for coming out, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I get that a lot. That's like exactly how they sound too. There's everyone wow, and then one person's like, "Go." This yeah. how I feel. <laughs> That's it's like I, he's sitting next to me, y'all. We right here, and all right, the king of clubs, black guy. Dominant, kind of easy for me. The twelve, little different. The Jay Z, little different. <laughs> we ain't listen to no music. We used to talk about French Montana. Them, we ain't say nothing about. Oh. <laughs> they ain't get to see my face light up and be say, "Oh, that's my uncle." Like he didn't hear that. <laughs> I used to say that. Only person ever that I've never had a problem with being that Joe for. Like, oh yeah, that's my uncle. Hove, that's yeah, that's my. <laughs> I wouldn't claim nobody else but him. Yeah, that's my uncle. I just felt him. I felt like I'll, only me and him understood that everybody else was petty. 
<laughs> Jay Z would be cool. Maybe I'll get to do him one day. You will. You will. You fuck around and get a Super Bowl commercial one day. Like, bro, just keep running around and setting motherfuckers' eyebrows on fire. Yeah. And you good? You been to Vegas? Uh, yeah, twice. Tore the strip up? Yeah, I did uh, do a little street magic. Uh, and you had to- a, um, you was booked out there too? Yeah, so I do. It's funny, like when I go out sometimes, you know, there's always, you go to a bar and when you're leaving, everyone's promoting their speakeasy. Like, hey, I know, I know, I know it's 4 a.m., I know it's 5 a.m., but like, yeah, we got this out. thing going on until 10. <laughs> They're trying to give me flyers and I'm trying to say, I am hey, bar stool, I understand. I'm, I'm like, I work, I work speakeasy. Like, what do you mean you work? I'm like, I'm a street magician. I show them two tricks and. It happened where like the next day they're like, if you come tomorrow, we'll pay you. I was like, let's do it. Wow. And then I can, and this was like on a trip where this was my, the first time this happened was when I was in Miami. And so my night that night was I went out to see a friend. He was working like this lounge. We were there until like ten. You have friends that live in the best places ever, by the way. Yeah. So I had a friend working in a lounge. So I go with, visit him around like ten at night. We hang mm-hmm. to like midnight. And a club owner in Dare Nightclub in mm-hmm. Hollywood. He it's sloppy me, on purpose. I'm gonna say the head up. He told me to come come down to to the show, mm-hmm. and so because he saw me in Jersey, like if you ever in Miami, come to our club. So I come mm-hmm. to the club, and I got to do magic for DJ Colby Covington was in the building. Mm-hmm. He's a big UFC fighter. He's like, I, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get you to do a trick for Colby too. I was like, man, like I just show up to this club and I get to UFC do magic for the guy. DJ. I got to do Colby Covington. I was like, I did too. Like the, the, the great hospitality. Shout out Sean, amazing person, amazing Shout club out person. Sean. Um, Sammy will come talk I don't got no magic <laughs> Sean Morton And so uh, I rap though Yeah oh, and so <laughs> You know I would see my friend Who I haven't seen In a while Because he lives in Florida Now I'm at this club I did you know, a UFC fighter And a famous DJ At 4am And then you know, My flight's the next day By the way And now now at 5am I show up to I've the had speech. these nights and now, and now this is like Because the day before The people on the street Saw me So now I'm like How do I kill my nights 4am But I don't really want To go to sleep that much Because I want to go To the airport right So 5am I show and up And now to you this. can sleep On a plane for once Exactly Because you don't like Sleeping on planes For some reason I do But I was like that. The cards were Were not because I don't like sleeping The cards were like What if I didn't fall asleep Okay Which I did Safety net Yeah and, like and I usually try to And so now I'm like Okay I went here now for my friend who I've been and I got to bring him to a club we're out till 4.30 5am I show up to the speakeasy to perform till like 6 6.30 and then I went to the airport all of my last night of my trip and I've never been in there before I was like I ain't right? gotta do it so that's that speakeasy definitely the car fell it's okay the car can fall the car I've been drinking too the car was yeah the, the speakeasy saved me cause it was um I spent a lot of money on that trip cause I wasn't only doing shows so that Good to make it that back. You with needed the show that, yeah. That's the you gotta hustle to hustle, man. But that's the thing. Everything about you is hustle. You see what I'm saying? Everything about you. It's it's so funny just listening to how everything. And I don't know if you understand how everything that you say all is is intertwined to just that's just you. That's your personality. Like right. how some people are like that. You could tell that they're a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like if he's if you walk up to somebody on the street and you like he's like I play football. You like. You a quarterback, you know what I mean? Like it's it's something about that that's just in them, and it might they might have gotten it from sports. Mm-hmm. Like they might not have been that before they they started rifling that thing and, and mm-hmm. getting the praise for it. But it's the way they walk, it's the way they carry themselves, it's the way they look you in your face. That's like you run the whole thing. Right. You know what I mean? It's something in you that's like you don't even you've never created an excuse. Right. Like you've never had a reason not to. Which is scary in this society where, mm-hmm. like, um, China, what's her name? Um, Chinese Kitty. Chinese Kitty. Mm-hmm. He could have gave you a forearm that threw you into the Escalade. Yeah. He because this is a young, this is a small young lady mm-hmm. 
with probably, with probably 50, 100,000 on her somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and and she needs to be protected by any means. Of course. He don't want to answer to nobody else, over, not over her. A rapper, a dude, is a little different. It's like, well, you know, we let him walk ahead of us a little bit. No, she gets swarmed. Mm-hmm. And you ran up. And before he recognized you, he already told you, just do it from there. Mm-hmm. Like you're taking chances. I don't think I don't think people understand. I go to the parties and clubs all the time. That's my lifestyle. It's, what we, it's part of this. It's part of my my me being on stage. I have to be in these environments. It's not easy to approach everybody. It's been easy for me a lot of the times because I'm introduced correctly, but because I'm already in the VIP section, I'm already backstage. I'm already right. in the green room. You know, um, you know this about life. Like some like there's certain people that would never talk to you, but if you're there, then you're there for a reason. So they talk to you. Exactly. And they might talk your ear off. You might be the one that's like, I still got my little elevator pitch I want though, but <laughs> they are just burning you up because they got something to say and you look trustworthy or you're there and they're on or whatever have you. Right. These things happen. But no, it's funny, man. It's funny. That's all you. That's you. Every part of your story is, is it, I'm telling you, coming from an immigrant family, what I know about immigrant family. Yeah. What you hear is you pretty bold much all as, true. You bold as shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why you waited till he was grown. <laughs> oh, if I did that as a kid, I'd be bad. I'd well, be really bad. <laughs> the thing is, you did it at the perfect time because things like these gain traction because of social media. Yeah, and like I started when I was in school. So I had good grades, so they couldn't say anything. And then by the time I finished school, like I was at a place where it's doing good stuff. It's like they're mad at me until I come home with a check. Was your plan to do more school before this? Uh, Did you plan to like no, I just, or I just considered like a lot of the shows and still a lot of my stuff is weekends or nighttime. Like I still have time I'm, to go back I, to school. If yeah, you want like to. if I wanted to do school or if I even wanted a nine to five, that's not going to impact my my business at all. Mm-hmm. I don't often get like a two p.m. on a Monday or Tuesday. So for me, it's and if you go to the club, you ain't drinking. You yeah, can wake yeah, up. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, I'm not. Gonna, <laughs> I, the problem with like the clubs, like sometimes like. Like one celebrity it was Jay Balvin. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to do a trick for him until like five AM at an after. So I went to the club. I didn't and even know he was gonna be there. I wasn't even chasing him. I was just celebrating a friend's birthday and when it was in the right network of people because we go back to the hotel with all the group and he walks in. So apparently that network was connected. And so I'm like standing in a hotel at like five AM and Jay Balvin walks in, I'm like, I'm gonna introduce myself. But now it's like calm, you know, it's a hotel, it's calm, it's quiet and like I was I want obviously want to record and I asked him I was like can I record he's like do one trick first and I'll decide hmm. I do a trick he loves it lets me record and then his friends are telling me to this day like they've never seen him so mind blown and I posted like I haven't posted the full video but I posted the reaction like yesterday or two days and he was going crazy I'm explaining to y'all why do one trick first is so smart because if you was on bullshit it's over you're not getting it on camera exactly but once you prove to me that you do what you do then I'm going to let you get your rocks off. Like, exactly. I don't mind that. But you're not going to be the guy that's like, I got a magic trick and punch me in my face or snatch my chain. Right. Like, that's not going, you know what I mean? Like, that's it's not what we doing. Right. But if somebody says they do magic, then it's something they can prove on the spot. Exactly. I can't prove I make great music in front of somebody right. unless they're willing to grab my phone and take some time out of it. You know what I mean? Right. And even then, it's not presented in its full glory because right. it's coming out of a phone. Yeah, it's like, 
it's like that trade-off like i have the blessing of i could just show my art in that moment which like you know artists of like your music or your friend painter can't do but then the opposite is also true like if someone just checks out your social medias or your videos and hears your music they can fuck with it mm-hmm. they can like it if they're a painter and someone just goes on their social media and they see the paintings they mm-hmm. made they fuck. with magic it doesn't work that way even you Everybody see, wants it done on them. Nobody every, believes no, it's, it's, it's done it's, on them. It's, it's always it's interesting, or I don't believe it. Or it would work in a club, but maybe not mine. It's I go to your restaurant, I'll do it. Then you're sold. I but do. I have why, to go out and do it. Or that's why I know rappers show. have to be the funnest ones to do it for because they're like that all the time. Yeah. It's not just through video. It's in person. It's like no. Mm-hmm. Everybody tells me they could do something they can't do. Everybody since I was five. Right. You see what I'm saying? And that's how they feel. It deals with you to do something and it's like, like what I just went through, shit. I, I don't even <laughs> have to worry about them no more. I just went through it three times. Right. But like, it's, it's it's amazing. It's um, once again. Thank you. Thank you. No, yeah. but um, even like, another skill set that you um have that I don't know if people realize. We're talking. You have a point to get across. I haven't thrown you off yet when I've interrupted you. No. That's that club shit. <laughs> That's that running up on celebrity shit. Motherfuckers <laughs> is going to talk to you while you performing. And you still got to be like, yeah, but um, the eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, you remember the card, right? Because <laughs> the minute that you forget, boom. The minute that, that line or that energy you were supposed to give at that time, Blows everything up because it's not you, you losing the the thing, the grasp, the energy, the the attention span, right. the the um, cohesiveness mm-hmm. of what you're saying. This leads to this, which leads to this, which ends here. Once you skip one part of that, that was like kerfuffle. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I'm high, and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so, what you doing, white boy? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's what'll happen. But I'm noticing that talking to you, I do these all the time. We on damn near 200 episodes. You know what I'm saying? Make some noise for that. But um, deserves two hands in my. <laughs> oh, oh, do it again. Courtesy of my guy. <laughs> but like, it's often we're in conversation because the conversations go all over the place because we talk, and I'm not, right. I'm not. I'm not interrogating you But People Damn what was I about to say You haven't Looked left or right yet <laughs> The whole time you're like No that's the thing And then that happens again <laughs> Yeah So French Montana And it's like Alright Cool <laughs> Like I, Like This is what like I, I'm constantly going to ask you Have you always been That person in conversation And And where does that come from Is it Was it a thing Where you knew Coming from your parents That you were at a disadvantage so you had to be more receptive I think because your parents didn't speak did they speak like um, English when they first came here no by the time they had me they were pretty good at it now pretty they're, decent they're really now good they're good okay great that's I a think, great story I think that skill to just flow the convo regardless of any avenue it comes from the immigrant parents but not what they teach me more what they force me when you're an immigrant and like yeah explain know, that like, to me like you know like it works in a lot of eastern Europeans like mm-hmm. Ukrainian Asians we gotta be good at math we gotta be smart like that's they're going crazy with academics mm-hmm. like you know, you get a 95 on a test, why are you such an idiot? <laughs> like, how are you going to make a five-point five, five point mistake? Mm-hmm. And so, for me, before I got into, you know, Magic came when I was little, but so did sports, and I was, you know, I was a really good athlete. I was D1 scholarship. But yeah. even before I get into sports, the first thing they put me into was chess. Mm-hmm. And so, like, growing up, I was forced to do chess. My dad wanted two things. So he wanted me to be very smart, so play chess, to be analytical, 
and then learn how to read. I was very bad at like I wasn't bad at reading. I just never wanted to. I hated mm-hmm. it. I, I got into it during COVID. That was like my my good trait. I started reading a lot of books. And I, I had a point in, in in my life if I couldn't sleep, try to read. Yeah, so go right for me, thankfully, I have that. I can like read. <laughs> I was never bad at it. I was good at writing and reading in school, but I just didn't want to read on my own in my free time. I was dyslexic, so, so I hate to fight the readers. Yeah. yeah, and so I'm better now. That's good. Still yeah, I mean, that's cool. There's a lot of like, I I meet a lot of like dyslexic people, but like our authors and stuff. I'm like, that's so cool that people mm-hmm. make stories out of because you fight for words. Exactly, mm-hmm. and so. Yeah, the chess thing got me because I got I got really good at chess. I was, you know, like a local champion. I didn't really go crazy because for me, like, if you're going to take, like, chess... This is a local well, well, chess champion, D1 soccer scholarship the earning thing, the thing, though, about magician. <laughs> it, it's difficult because the thing about chess is if you, you want to get serious, you basically got to be, like, by the time you're 14 or 15, maybe even earlier, you got to be ready to, like, do hours a day of this stuff. And mm-hmm. that's, that's to be on the basic level. I was not going to be doing, studying that for hours. I couldn't concentrate like that. I had ADD and ADHD and it was just not about me but I think you understand the fun balance with education yeah and I, I love chess though like I love playing and I still play it today but it just got to a point where I don't have the time to think that long but I want to play so I got into what's called blitz matches so when you play chess there's there's a clock every single game has a clock and when you make a move you hit the other opponent's clock mm-hmm. the timer runs down mm-hmm. and if no matter what happens, if your timer hits zero, you lose the game. Mm-hmm. That's why it's pressure. Like people always ask when they see chess boards, why is there a clock? Because you're timed. So mm-hmm. Some of these games are like an hour long, and every time you make a move, it adds time. So like, if you have like five seconds left, but it's adding 15 seconds, like you take a move, you're at four seconds, but it adds 15, now you're at 19. So each move, you can build your time up if they're adding it. Mm-hmm. I play games where I play one-minute games. I have one minute on the clock. Every time it's my turn, that one minute's ticking. After I make a move, it's my opponent. I'm not getting any point, any time. So now you're playing speed chess? Yeah, so I so I stay with speed chess. And for me, that's like, I think that's just who I am. My personality to be able to speak with people and just, I'm always playing one-minute games. Like, I, I react instantly. For me, that just... That makes so much sense. And I didn't expect that to come from there, but that <laughs> makes so much sense. Yeah, I think I think that's just what it is. I'm always pivoting much because when I'm playing speed chess, right, I have a minute and I have you know infinite possibilities of what's going to happen on the board to win the game. So I'm just used to like one second decisions non-stop and in a game of chess you're probably going to get usually like 20 30 moves so i'm doing 20 decisions in about a minute regularly and if i play chess for 10 minutes now i'm doing like 200 decisions in 10 minutes so if i play 10 games in a row and averaging that so i'm like kind of used to i should have asked you that first that explains so much <laughs> like ah, no that, one's ever asked that so no i mean shit i'm i'm listening to you while i'm talking to you and i don't have an agenda i ain't got a list of questions <laughs> no, of i'm course. trying to i'm trying to figure out what, what we're talking about as usual that's how that's how we do on simple with sammy but it's just like <clears throat> all right what's the situation that you don't want to do magic in outside of like a funeral like I've done a funeral. I was about to say you might. I was about to literally just about to say actually you might want to do a funeral. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I got hired. Like, for what's the situation like? When you naked with your folks, you like no no magic, or you done that too? Mm, yeah, I do. I, do. <laughs> I kind of. I'm always down to do magic. Um, but yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Like, He's still laughing too. That's why I don't feel bad. My bad. It was a, I know it's a long laugh track, but we both. That, that was good. that was crazy. That I think. Yeah, I very rarely do I have moments where I don't. Maybe if it's, um, you know, maybe if it's like the end of the night and I've done gotten what I wanted. I did the celebrity this that, and I'm like really tired and I'm just trying to go home. And maybe there's one person who 
Like, if someone comes up to me at the end of the night and they really didn't get to see anything, I have no problem. Like, I, I want them to experience it. But maybe there's other people, you know, that you know, they've seen it all night, they're tired, they're like, more, more, more. I'm like, I, I don't want to do it anymore. Like, you've seen it, you've experienced it, and, like, I'm not obligated to do it, but I want everyone to experience it. But you saw it all night, you've experienced it, and now I'm like, it's 5 a.m., like, there's, you know, the, the value for me doing this trick at 5 a.m. is not... Yeah. Me. You know, if it was like 5 p.m. No, it's burnout hours. You talking yeah, about burnout like, hours. And like you burnt out and they burnt out. Yeah, so like when I'm burnt out, there's still people drunk wanting to continue that and they want more tricks. Yeah, like because me, now it's keep like, the party like, going. Like my burnout comes from like like tricks. Like when I go out, people I'm like tired. Like, why do you seem so tired? I'm like, when I start doing like card tricks and all my magic are like my alcohol. Like I'll walk in, I could be tired, no sleep. As soon as I start doing it, I'm active. I'm if old. I had that ability, like magic is like my Adderall. I always, when I play basketball, I always like to be in the lights. I don't care if it was because it was nighttime mm-hmm. and the lights was on, or if it was a full gym of people, and that that was the lights. I love that shit. There's something you get it from just that. Feels great. You know what I mean? Especially when you know I'm going to put on. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do my thing, and then you walk out of there like I done did that. And then you might have another game. You go somewhere else and you did that again. Can't do this all night, though. Right. But how many tricks do you consider that you have mastered? Oof. Master is like... The thing about magic is a trick can be split very easily and that makes a new trick. For example, if you pick a card and then I find it, that's a trick. If, if we do you the, don't find it, but, you can flip another trick. Yeah, or, or even like the same thing. If you we find the card, you, you pick a card, I find it, that's a trick. I do the exact same trick. The only difference is I have you take it out instead of me. That's the only difference. You're just, someone else is picking it up. That's now two tricks. And so like, you could, like the littlest difference makes it another trick. So when it's how many tricks? You know, a million tricks, you know? Like sometimes you could just do like a skill into a trick. Like, like for example, you know, if I wanted to force a card, I could make you choose a card and do whatever trick I want with it. But even just forcing her, I could just say, I'm forced the card, you got your card, you got this card. Just just say, like even though I know what it is, I could just say in that moment what the card is and people- So where know. did this shit come from, man? You got a Ouija board, like, what, like, <laughs> like, is it personality based? Like, I don't want you to give up everything, mm-hmm. but like, what are the cues? Mm-hmm. Like, because it's supposed to be, a lot of the, 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 the personality of the tricks that you mm-hmm. do is based on randomness. Right, yes. So that's the thing. People think it, it, it takes a certain skill. Like, like there are skills to be able to right? You have to be, be able to interact with people and you have to have them to like you. Because if you come up and you're weird, like there are magicians that are really good at magic, but people hate them. They're creepy. They're weird. They're it's a reason off. I let you do your tricks so, hour. I appreciate you. So, <laughs> the, the thing is, it's like people always ask. And it's a very good question. The thing is, it, it depends on what trick you're doing. For me, like there's tricks where maybe you need someone to choose a card or choose an object. Mm-hmm. And, and in that case, like you have to have the skill to get them to do it. If you're doing it with cards, that's a card skill, it's sleight of hand. If you're, you know, if you're talking them through it psychologically, you know, that's a psychological, but those are two things. One's psychological, one's cards. Every trick is different. Like I have tricks that are based on my skill. I have tricks that don't, aren't based that's on anything. That's why I'm asking you, who the hell around you was a therapist or a psychiatrist? Like, who did you grow up around that taught you all of this? Because you took up business. It don't make sense that you it know as much about people. Yeah. I. I mean, magic teaches you more about people than anything ever could. Um, the thing, so like, it's the process. Yeah, it's it's like you realize people think a certain way, act a certain way. When you, it's like it's like ways you don't even explain, and, and it's ways mean, that impact. Like you start doing from magic. being a performer, I, I know we learn tricks of mm-hmm. doing certain things, right. but this is so personal. Yeah, like if I'm on stage and it's five hundred people, right, and I can get two fifty of them on my time, that's very good. Doesn't matter. 
Right. And with Magic, if I get 250 out of 500, I suck. But it's all exactly, us. and most likely it's five of us, and you got to get four. Got to get everyone. You gonna have four and a hater, and, and, and somebody teetering on being a hater. Exactly. It's got. It's like everything. But like, you, so you got to be perfect. Yeah. All right. You know, the magic doesn't have to be perfect. The the response of the audience has to be perfect. But your That's performance. So it's everything. Mm-hmm. Is all inclusive of what you present? Yeah. It's, it's but like shit. the thing is, like when you do a magic trick, right? Like, but you, you literally have an elevator pitch that's a whole fucking segment of tricks before I get to the top. Like I talk to people about elevator pitches all the mm-hmm. time. You know what that is? Traditionally, in business, right. you really have one in magic. Well, I don't. I don't pitch it. That's another thing. No, but you. I don't. never say I'm a magician when I start a pitch. I, because because I'm not gonna let anyone let that whatever interpret. Like if you say you're a rapper, they know you rap. If you say you're a painter, they know you. If I say I'm a magician, that what does that mean? I always say I'm an artist because I actually do more than mm-hmm. rap. But pertaining to what we were right. talking about with the Frenches and them, I'm like I'm more. Yeah. But so yeah. like when I do magic, it's my introduction isn't. I, I'm gonna let you figure out I'm a magician on your own. I'm never gonna tell you that. So if I come up to you, I'm gonna have my cards. I'm gonna spread them in front of you and say, let's try something. Gives you intrigue. You don't know what's going on. You pick one. You do. I do my. That's trick. a different now approach. You know, That's a I, different I will approach. never go up. I, I guarantee you. Like, Did you know that that was a different approach? Oh, yes, definitely. Because we watch these videos. That's not an approach that's used. That's the thing. It's like I, I don't. I don't know exactly how. Because I watched the videos, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like, seen yours, but I seen them too. For me, like, if you go up, to, like, you're gonna get people. Like, if you explain who you are and you're magician, you're gonna have them do it. But like, if you're doing street magic, let's say, yeah. if you go up to a hundred people and you tell I'm a magician and whatever else you say. 90 at least 90 you're gonna say no because like, they already they're, they're, they're just, they're just, even if they like magic it's like, it's like, it's you, like, you have like to, let's talk about out of space yeah the only way to get those people when you start with is they have to like magic if they're yep. interested they don't they think it's cool that that's not enough for me by going up and saying let's try something everyone wants to try something people like things people but like the stuff. thing about people especially Americans <laughs> is arrogance motherfuckers always approach things with you can't get over on me you're not going to be... I'm too sharp. Right. I've seen the three-card Molly since I was eight. Right. I know Molly. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, they, that's how we approach things mm-hmm. as a society in general. The, the weakest people in our society, quote-unquote, think that way. Like, right. I live here. I know everything. Mm-hmm. So, when you do some shit that right. pushes against that, mm-hmm. you're in a perfect place to do that because you're not somewhere that fantasizes. Exactly. You're not a, you, we, we're not allowed to fantasy. We're not allowed to daydream here. We're not allowed to be Care Bears. Right. So when you do some magic shit, it take you back to Care Bears shit. And I did because if you know the Care Bears, they used to right. they saw, used to come out their chest. It was weird. But <laughs> it's it's very it's a very unique skill. But I see through your personality that you the man for it. Yeah, I, I like it. It's just again like with the numbers thing. You know, I start come up to someone say magician, ninety percent fail. I say let's try something. Ninety percent success. That's a big difference. So you literally run it, run it on your own to see the the ratio. Of what what approach is better? Well, like that's just it, the appro- that's just fail? the approach I do. You done a try um, fail or no? Well, well, I haven't failed as much with that. But like sometimes people are like, oh, like I want you to do magic for these people, and you know they go up to people and say, my friend's a magician. All that. Oh those yeah. Are, like, like, like I never want anyone to go approach for me because they're always going to start with it. I'm a magician, and it's always going to go see, bad. The I thing, have to go see, and fix I'm it. I'm an asshole. So my initial thing would be to surprise him. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to give him the heads up. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, this is my guy. Used to work with him. Yeah. I lie and all that. You know what I'm you saying? You don't even say what it is, but it's already the intrigue. I, you know what I would tell him? Actually, that they would believe? 
I did a record with you because they would think that you may, maybe play the guitar or the keyboard or something, producer or something. They would believe that. And then you would whip your shit out. And I'd be like, I'm lying. That's <laughs> what he do. But like, I'm an asshole. I would, I would want to, I would want to have the all the way surprise. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to cut your stage short by saying what you're about to do. Right. I would want people to be like, I thought you said he played a guitar, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's better for me. This is fun. I'm, I'm, I watch a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. My jokes go a little deeper than most people's. Like, mm-hmm. I, I want to be a part of it too. So if you was doing um, it was Aston Kutcher doing punk? Right. If you was doing punk, bro, I'm turning the joke up. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be the one that be like, oh no, it's Ashton. <laughs> like I'm not doing that. But that that is a big thing. I can see that. I can see that being a thing because people don't like to be played with, and a lot of people don't right. believe. A lot of people. Hot. So when's the last time you was at a um family event and your mama was like? Mind blown. Uh, I think, um, because I know they asked you to do yeah, it. Well, well, again, yeah. like the mere parent thing, we don't really have family events. Maybe like twice a year at most. Mm-hmm. But we had like. Well, that's damn near every family, bro. Yeah. Don't feel bad. Well, like I mean, like any, like I mean, like family event includes like at least one family member coming to the house. Oh shit! Like if it's not my brother, no one's coming. Uh, my mom's birthday was in December, so she had like her birthday party. Did you personalize a trick for the mom? Yeah. Oh. Yes, sir. Yeah, we did that. Good job. God bless my. Got to see it, which are the people I've have known me growing up, and obviously I haven't been doing magic my whole life, so they might not know it. I'm a magician, might not see it. That's like playing saxophone at the wedding. You get to do it in front of everybody. I just get to show everyone, like now I do this, Mm -hmm. and I'm good at it. And like half of my parents, immigrant parents, it's doctors and physicists. Like I, I know physics. This does not make sense. I know it ends like. Because, because at the it end started of the day, a debate. No, like that's just how they react. They're oh, not okay. mad. They're just like that's in their mind. I'm about to say, don't everyone wants to moment. explain things. Mm-hmm. Magic is one of those things that's just better left unexplained. And it's also one of those things where you don't want to know. Like people think they do, but I promise you, it's like when I show you a trick or any trick. If you're like, wow, that's cool. That feeling is so great. Like because you're not, you're not feeling. You see cool, a certain question that I didn't ask you that and motherfuckers so, would ask you the, because I don't want to know. Exactly, and so. The thing, a lot of tricks, not every magic trick is as elaborate as it makes you feel. And so, if you see a trick and you're mind blown, and then you go and Google it, that trick's over for you. You're like, Bro, oh, that's like- And it's, it's, it's going to ruin because now that feeling that you had of excitement just goes away. And anytime you see that trick again, it goes away. But versus if you see that trick again, you're going to love it. It's so cool. So, you're creating a trade-off. Like, do you really want to know and lose that feeling you have now? Or do you want to stay amazed and happy and excited? So you gotta be very careful. That's the problem with me. I'm a magician. I do this to other people. I came into magic randomly and I didn't have it as a kid. I don't even remember what it was like for me when I saw magic without being a magician. I will never have that feeling ever oh, when I give shit. to people. You know what I mean? That's and so I know firsthand, like, trust me, you don't want to not feel the way you're feeling. I will never feel like you. But, like, I watched, um, what movie was that? Um, This Is 40? I think, I think it was This Is 40. And motherfucker said, you ever watch a kid with bubbles? I would give anything in the world to feel like a kid with bubbles again. Exactly. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's that feeling. Like, you it's not in your control. There's nothing you can do about it. Exactly. Like, you just, you, you, you're engulfed in this thing. And I always think about that when certain things occur because it's like we really grow into these people that are machines, ultimately, for many different reasons. But we never get that, oh my God, a bubble, feel again. Right. 
You see what I'm saying? So what you keep relating it to is the same kind of feeling of like shock and awe and what the hell and oh my God. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. You're making adults kids again and just like stand-up comedians serve a purpose to, 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 to make people forget about the thing that was on their head before mm-hmm. they got into that building, you do the same thing. Right. So salute to you for that, man. And, 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 and congratulations on being great at that. Thank you. You too. Congratulations on being great at all of this. I mean, Look at this. This is awesome. <laughs> I appreciate Look that. at this. This is awesome. I appreciate that. I ain't let you down, did I? No, this is awesome. <laughs> but um, do you have any um, reoccurring engagements or any way that people can get with you or reach out to you, follow up with yeah, you, so get I, you to their place or be at where you going to be at? Yeah. Any of those things? Yeah, I'd love to. I do really anything, and I, and I do travel, so wherever you are, please reach out. I'm... Josh Pele Magic, Josh P E L E Magic. Mm-hmm. That's my Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter. You can reach out on all social medias. My website is joshpelemagic.com. You can reach me there. My email is joshpelemagic at gmail. So DM me, email me, fill out the form on my website, and I'd love to talk. Whatever you guys need, I'm there. Three people you want to do magic for? Three people I want to do magic. We gotta put it in the zeitgeist. Fifty cent, hundred percent want to do fifty cent. Why? Just, I think about Same rappers. reason I said about rappers, right? Because yeah, his energy it's, it's, is like, it's, it's, I gotta just, fuck him up. <laughs> he's, just, he's just someone I really, I really like, and like, I just, I just want to do Fifty Cent really bad. And I've had, I've come close to the opportunity before, and so I was like, oh, that no, might I, be I, a I great business it, move so. for you. I definitely want to do. Because he's great with business. He's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> he might put you amazing. on stars. <laughs> yeah, so Fifty Cent. Definitely doing Fifty Cent. Like I, I don't, I don't know how. Like I'm telling you now. I'm, in this episode, I'm telling you, I don't know how I'm gonna do Fifty Cent, but I'm gonna make a reel where I have this podcast clip and then a video of me doing magic. From what I, I know, know about that. you, it ain't wrong. So Fifty Cent up there, two and three. Hmm. Past Fifty, I haven't thought that far ahead. Maybe Fifty is a good goal. Well, I don't want to do Jay Z because we we talked about him today and. That's a fun one. Jay Z would be cool. And that's Jay comes would be. And Jay comes would be so a double. So that's up a double that. up for you. Yeah. Yeah, for that's sure. That's smart. And then, whew, another one. Who else would I really? I want. I want anyone. I'm going. Who would your parents be excited to see? Probably any famous actor. My mom watches a lot of TV, so any of those. Who's her favorite? Who's her crush? I have no idea. Any. Attractive looking, <laughs> attractive looking actor. She likes all of them. They're attractive, yeah. Was he on ER? She's in there. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe like a famous actor. That'd be cool, like Tom Cruise or someone. Yeah, because someone, someone really big. Sometimes it's not for us. Sometimes it's to create that moment for them. Right. You see what I'm saying? If she, even if she can't be there, she could say, "Oh, my son." Yeah, touched. like I did. Um, like, like you know, I was really big on cooking. Mm-hmm. And so, like last week, I did Jamie Oliver, who's a mm-hmm. famous chef. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I got to like show her his reaction in the video. Dope. And I, I didn't think of that. Like I was stupid. I should have just brought her with me. But I, I've learned that lesson. Like next time I do magic for a famous chef, I'm just gonna bring my mom with me. But that was like a cool person. She waved out over that. That was dope. Like that. That's dope. Cause like you know, ultimately you're young, but you're building a legacy thing. But right now, what she's able to see. Mm-hmm. Is the portion of legacy she's able to see? Yeah, and appreciate it's it. fun. It went from her like always telling me like I would always want to show her tricks and get annoyed because she'd always give me criticism or like say you got to work on it more. To now it's like I do a trick and I love it. Like it's just like that growth because I got to that point where now it's not always like her trying to like see through or call me out like oh that's a good trick but you need more practice. I feel now like that's more like, delivery like based. And that's yeah. you sharpening your tool. Your well, delivery is getting better. Yeah, I think there's definitely skill sets involved, but. 
I'm the person like as soon as I see a trick I'm gonna go do it cause I don't care if I mess up that's the thing it's like magicians will practice till they get it perfect I practice till I can do it and I'm just gonna go because like again like I said if I mess up you don't know I messed up and I'm just gonna pivot and if I pivot now I have two tricks I have the pivoted version and the actual trick I wanna do so for me messing up is great and not messing up is even better because now I know I can add it right away into my routines and my shows so that's a win-win for me well, that's what it is, man. And I appreciate your time. I had a ball you. with you. Oh, I had so much fun. You know what it's I'm amazing. saying? Um, but <laughs> the next time we get with you, whatever, whatever, um, we go discuss these pivots because the pivots is the part where we be getting fucked up at. We be like, yeah, I was right. And then we be like, oh, shit, I wasn't right. No. That, see, he, he know what I'm talking about. You be pivoting. moments. It's yes. about the pivot. But we gonna talk about the pivot and shout out to the pivot, man. Great platform, man. Salute to you brothers for um, transitioning the way y'all did. But this is sipping with Sammy. I am sipping with Sammy. Sam Malone, Barstool Rug. If you ain't sipping with Sammy, you ain't sipping right. Please get your fucking life together. We're going.